your uh, tongue was white for a minute. Why was that? My what? Your tongue was white. Why was that? White? Yeah. No, my tongue. My tongue is pink. Yeah, I, I know. I was making a joke that you have gum in your mouth. Oh. I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad has just recently come back into my life. So now I have to try and teach him how to be a father, because he has no clue. Here we are, another episode. Can you believe it? I sometimes can't, to be honest. I sometimes can't. I reach out to my dad now on the day of saying, hey, can you record today? Because he says he wants it last minute. And then he said, no, I can't. But I love this last minute thing. And I'm like, guess who doesn't love it? Me. Because I don't know when you'll ever record with me again. I need to plan it out so I feel better. But then I'm balancing his anxiety and trying to like wean him in slowly to keep recording with me. It's a whole mind fuck that's happening, guys. It's a whole thing. I talked about it in therapy. Turns out I'm still chasing him to love me. You know what? I guess trying to reconcile with a parent isn't as easy as it sounded when I decided to do this podcast. It's adding a whole other layer to my mental state. I feel like we have come to a place where we're like, okay, we now like know each other. We have a rhythm. We, you know, we've hashed some stuff out, but now the deeper part of it is I now rely on him to do this podcast and I need him. And if he can't show up, I have a complete meltdown. So I've officially fucked myself over. That's where we're at. I fucked my, and he'll keep doing it. He'll hopefully keep doing the pod. But now it's beyond hoping that he'll show up as my dad. And now we're at the point that I hope that he'll show up to do the podcast, which is even more responsibility. And I need him more as someone in my life. Oh my God, what did I do? With that being said, here's another up. Now this one, you know, we I had an agenda, but we got off track because the aliens are coming. So, how was your day? <laughs> uh, my day was a bit frustrating. Um, oh, well. But it's okay, you know? It's okay. Everything it is. is fine. Yeah. How's your day? Uh, it's uh, it's been pretty good so far. Oh, good. Why was yours frustrating? I just had to be on the phone with uh, food stamps. So. <laughs> I like your background. <laughs> I know. So th- I have this background. So guys, you can't see me. I have space background. Because I have really some. I'm a little spacey today. I'm a little, sp- yeah, I am. You're gonna have to be the one doing this podcast today. But I have something to tell you. Uh oh, you're pregnant. No. Did you hear that the director of national intelligence and secretary of defense are expected to present an unclassified report to Congress on UFOs in June? Oh, yeah, that's old news. Oh, I thought you'd be really excited about that. 
Have you seen the, the latest uh, stuff? No. What stuff? Okay. Did you see the ones that were from the ship and it, they showed it splashing down? From no. A, a Navy ship? No. Do wow. you want me to look it up right now? Well, I've got, yeah, but I've got <clears throat> the guy that actually got the leak. His name is Corbin. And this guy named George, George Flack or Mac. Initially, Corbin comes out with a photograph of this blob just hovering over this ship. That was the first thing. Then somebody leaked the actual footage of this thing. Google uh, USS Omaha. Okay. And this is happening all right off the coast of San Diego. Okay, I'm looking at USS. Oh, I was just there. I'm looking at USS Omaha, but it's not showing me the UFO. Oh, 14 UFOs. Will this be a video? Um, is there a video or is it just an article? You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you what my friend sent me. Okay. But. Well, I was thinking that I would really like uh, the day that they announce everything. I would like to podcast as they're announcing it. Because I think that your reaction, this is like your big day. Dad, you look really good. You look clear, man. Clear as in what? Clear as in uh, well, my complexion? Like, yeah, your skin's okay, but just the internet, like I can see your face. It's not blurry. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, okay, so anyway, what happened was, yeah. <clears throat> so last week, they come out and they show the radio room of this Navy ship. This is really... I'm going to try to find that footage. Okay. Well, keep telling me your story. Okay. So basically they have such advanced radar now and this new infrared, there's different kinds of infrared, but infrared is the thing when they film with infrared, they see fleets of these things. Secondly, this story started with just a picture and then it showed footage. And then the last thing that came out was, what was going on at the same time in the radio room and what was going on was they were seeing these ufos hovering it started out with three and then six and then 14 hovering around this navy ship and you actually see the radar and they keep disappearing and appearing and what's going on is the radar is seeing them at a certain frequency. So when they climb a little bit, they disappear and come back down. And not only were they hovering that ship, they were hovering all nine ships, right? And I know, I, I could just feel it, man. It All this stuff that's going on, they're in it as far as, uh, it's just an intuitive thing. I'm getting the same intu intuition that I did about 9-11 COVID, you know, I, I, I knew that something bad was going to happen in 20, but this, they've got their pulse on everything. Also, <clears throat> the aliens or the ship people, th these UFOs. And also when Trump um, got inaugurated in 2017, there were fleets of them off of the coast of Washington, D.C., well, wait, wait, let's let's slow down for a minute. This is a lot of information. So I want to back it up to you got a feeling about 9-11. Yes. Uh -huh. What was your feeling? 
it was i was going to japan yeah in june and uh i just knew that something serious was going to happen and and it was good it wasn't going to be the same and it came back and you know how you just blow off messages you get like it's just you know, yeah. all in my head and then with covid what did you think was happening with covid um well it's pretty curious that since trump's been in office the pentagon is releasing all this footage and saying it's real but then now that all these freedom of information act is coming on out uh all these military people are talking on MUFON, it's called the Mutual UFO. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the the N stands for. I'll send. I'll send you better stuff. But just go to like uh, one minute. Just, just and it's a news broadcast, which they suck. They're so fucking Hollywood. No offense, but they're just. You know. I'm not. They make everything. Hollywood. They make everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take offense to you saying Hollywood just because I live here. That's like me being like, they're so Florida. No offense, Dad. But Nicole, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now that the fact that uh, <clears throat> it's happening so fast, <clears throat> there's so much going on. And I'm not saying anything is real or not real. It's what you take is what makes sense to you as a human being. You know, I mean, like, for instance, the QAnon thing, if somebody said to me, um, and they have, you know, Sandy Hook didn't happen. Okay. That would be a huge conspiracy to, it's impossible to keep that many people. Okay, Dad, quiet, I need to ask right? you, like, I'm going to be like, you've brought up this, you brought up yeah. the Sandy Hook thing last week. Yeah. Like, and I've noticed yeah. that every time you've you're like there's something going on in your life, you bring that up over and over. That's your example. So what did somebody mm -hmm. say to you? Sandy Hook didn't happen. I need to I need to crack this because you keep talking about QAnon for the last three weeks and Sandy saying Sandy Hook didn't happen. And we were talking about aliens. And then you seg you segue to Sandy Hook again. What mm -hmm. happened? What happened? Where, where are you? Did somebody say to you, Sandy Hook didn't happen? Or are you dealing with someone that like thinks it didn't happen? What's going on? I guess you haven't talked to any Q. Your fr none of your friends bought into the Q on. No. Thing, right? Well, mine have. How right? many? Um, pretty much a lot of people I know in South Florida. Right. Cause you're from Florida. But the thing is, um, wow. Bob is a genius, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's like a well-read when I bring up UFOs and QAnon and Sandy Hook, that was the most outrageous conspiracy because Sandy Hook's kids were only five and six. But what really hurt, what really drives me crazy is that the parents are getting death threats. Wow. Because, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, Bob, Bob uh, believes that. Bob believes all the shootings are all made up in Hollywood or, and it's all for us to take our guns it's crazy stuff so so that's what you're surrounded by right now is somebody that keeps telling you this stuff is believes in QAnon, and i uh, I, I, I will not no I, anybody that believes in that stuff uh -huh. i will i will not be their friends anymore but how are you knowing if you're not his friend anymore how are you knowing that he's saying that still that's just my question um 
I get reports. From the government? <laughs> no, from your... people that know him. You know? Oh. And the people and that you ta talk to. And, and, and the reason also is for Bob to uh, say, oh, QAnon, is, his pride wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't admit a fault because right. he's super narcissistic, just like Trump won't apologize or, you know, but. <laughs> but yeah, it's, so, yeah, it's really bothered you because you keep bringing it up. It's, it's really. It's a major deal when you, when you lose friends that you just consciously cannot put up with their bullshit anymore. Yeah. Do you find that it's like a more, like, are you mourning it? Like, are you sad? Um, well, <laughs> Yes and no. You know, I mean, we had a lot of things in common. We we hung out a lot, had a lot of laughs, did a lot of crazy shit together. And 50 years of knowing somebody. But I was always the the one that acquiesced, right? I don't even know what that word means. Well, that's something you should learn. Well, you're my dad. Can you teach me? Um, acquiesce means to... Boy, let, let, let me, I don't want to give you the wrong. Okay. Acquiesce means to give in or to concede a point. When you have somebody who is completely right all the time and thinks he's at a high IQ level, and which he is, but he doesn't have a lot of wisdom and he doesn't, and people, he rubs the people the wrong way because he's just so arrogant. Right. right? Yeah. So, um, you know, you'll, you'll talk to somebody who's very liberal and then six months later, their family influences them back into the thing. But let's get back to the UFO thing. All right. Let's get back to the UFO thing. I just needed to find out because I've realized that that's the trend. Okay. I mean, you well, have I, 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 let me just add to the QAnon thing. Okay. Okay. Not too much because you added no, a no, lot. No, no, real, qu real quick. Okay. This thing is is growing even more, and the things that they believe in are absolutely insane, you know. And they're using these, uh, so it's it's a dangerous thing. But the most outrageous, one of the most outrageous things, are the denials of these kids getting killed in school mm -hmm. because they want to take their guns. And then they're Christian. I mean, it's just out of their mind. So getting back to the. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to watch this clip at 19 seconds. I'm going to put my mic down to watch it. Can you uh, talk to our listeners while I watch it? Okay. Okay? This is my favorite yeah. part. I'm going to take the headphones off. You can say whatever you want. I won't know what you say until later when I listen back. Okay. Okay. So, guys, he didn't say a single thing except for this weird sound. And this. Am I talking? So wh why aren't you looking at it with the mic on so I can see what you're doing? Can't hear it. He didn't understand what I had said at all. And the thing is, I saw his mouth moving. So I have a feeling that he was just mouthing things so that I thought that he was talking. Ugh, I don't hear you speaking to anybody. I was listening. So basically, I've been following this for a while, and I and what's going on is I I don't know why I've been following it. I follow things because I guess I'm supposed to be right, but I do know that there's communication with them or whatever. And this planet is kind of like the center equal of the universe as far as the Palladians go, right? 
So there is evil and there is good. That's yin and the yang. And this planet right now at this time is at a shifting to a new age. That's why there's so much turmoil. Um, but I don't want to get deep into this. So, well, I, I want you to make a couple predictions. So what do you think the that they're going to come out with saying? Well, you know, my fantasy always has been uh, that they would land on the White House lawn and people would freak out. You know what I mean? But what, the way they're doing it is they're doing it a little bit at a time. So the, uh, the public won't freak out because back, you know, are you hip to Orson Welles? Yes. And, and War of the Worlds on the radio? I ha yes, yes, yes. Where people were jumping out of buildings and shit freaking yeah. out. Will you give a little bit of a background for people who don't know Orson Welles and don't know War of the Worlds, what it was? Orson Welles, um, he's an actor, director, producer. And he, he produced, is one of the considered one of the greatest films of the 20th century called Citizen Kane. I studied that film. What, what do you mean you studied? Like, I took a course in that film, actually. You did? It, Where? In uh, some community college. You went to community college? For this course, yeah. Just for the course? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. These are things that I didn't know about you that we need to dig deeper into. Okay. Yeah. So I learned so much about movie making and it was just, it's just been always a fascination of how they pull it off and what makes a movie work. Yeah, we know. Work, right? We know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, what was the question? The question was, tell them, <laughs> huh? tell them about War of the Worlds, just what it was. Oh, War of the Worlds was uh, back in the day, nobody had television and people would just tune into radio and listen to stories of, you know, theatrical productions of plays. But what's your favorite show on television? Mm, that's tough. Great. Huh? That sounds great. So you would. <laughs> so, what's your favorite show on television? Um, I don't have one. I have a few. Oh, great. That sounds great. And it's constantly, it's constantly evolving. Okay. All right. You know? So they would take, they would, they basically told a story on the radio and people thought that it was a real radio, thought that it was a real radio announcement is what it was. It was done so well. Yeah. That people freaked out. You should hear it. You should, the uh, War of the Worlds by Orson Welles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. In your fantasy land, why do we talk about Orson Welles? We talked because you said in your fantasy you would imagine. Oh, oh, you think they're doing little bits one by one, so that people don't jump out of windows. Now, when you say they, do you mean the government or do you mean the aliens? Wow, you know, unless you've watched certain things that I've watched, we can't have a dialogue about certain things because there are things that have happened that are irrefutably true. Uh, case in point, Bob Lazar back in the 70s or 80s after he left Los Alamos, he invented element 115, which is not an element on this planet. And everybody debunked it. And Yeah, we, and we know not, we know because you've talked about him a lot, too. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, love yeah. him. OK, let's let's make it more simple because you're saying that you can't talk to me because or you can't explain it because I haven't watched what you watch. I'm your kid. Hey, Dad. 
Uh, I heard that UFOs, that they're going to announce stuff about UFOs soon. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think they're going to say? How old are you? 12. Tell me the truth. Yeah, tell me the truth. I've already seen... I've already seen my mom have a mental breakdown. I've already watched adult shows. I know it all. Uh, okay. So um, <clears throat> ask, ask me again. Hey, Dad. And you're 12? I'm 12. Hey, Dad. Okay. Uh, hi. I just, hi. Hi. I had a bad, okay. okay. Uh, I, I heard that the government is going to tell us w- some information about what the UFOs are and what's happening what do you think they're going to say? I'm scared, but I'm really excited. I'm actually more excited than I am scared. What do you think they're going to say? Uh, have you brushed your teeth? Oh, uh, uh, no. One sec. Well, get upstairs and brush your teeth. And I might tell you. Okay, one second. Here I go. I can't believe that. Okay. Here I come downstairs again. Uh, all right. All right. Okay, hey, Dad, my teeth are brushed. Look. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. What about your homework? Did you do your homework? I did my homework, yeah. Okay. It'd be a little late and, and, if, and, if, if I hadn't done my homework, but I'm brushing my teeth for bed. <laughs> you okay. want to know what I think is going to happen? Yeah, what do you think is going to, what do you think they're going to, what's going to happen? I don't know, and nobody knows, and they do know what's going on. I, I believe the military does. There have been enough military people. I mean, hundreds of people in the military coming out and going against the, you know, we've got one guy in uh, Scandinavia who broke into the CIA, got arrested, and they wouldn't extradite him to the States because he had all this NASA shit that nobody's seen. Uh, what do I think is going to happen? Yeah, I didn't understand anything I, I, you just said. <laughs> Uh, neither did I, so it's cool. Just <laughs> mute it. Just mute button on there. Um, so anyway, I don't know what's going to happen. It's because we don't know what they know. And there's a lot of evidence that they are working with us. Okay, what do you um, want to happen? I want them to change this shit. You know what I'm saying? No. I want them to, like, wake us up. And I want our ass kicked if, if, if our asses need to be kicked because they started coming. They started really showing up in 1947, two years after the, the first bomb was dropped. And even during World War II, f- fighters, you know, over Germany, they saw a bunch of these things and they were called Foo Fighters. The band. Yeah. Well, that's how the band got the name. So anyway. Okay, wait. I don't understand what we're talking about anymore. You've said to me, Dad, that uh, you have a fantasy about what you think will happen, and you. Th- I have a fantasy that I wish w- what would happen. Okay, but you also were psychic about uh, the other things, nine eleven, and so. No, tell- no, but I'm psychic about that. There's going to be over the next seven years an increased presence and visibility of them. They are they are flying with total autonomy over Phoenix lights. Nobody knows what they know. It's a big mystery. I like to keep up on it. Um, like for instance, anything that I see lights at night in formation, um, 
you know what's a really cool site is MUFON. You don't, I know you just talked about it. Wait, I still, I'm going to be honest. You haven't answered my question and I'm a little bit excited and scared. Like, cause a kid, this is a teaching moment. A kid would be like, oh God, what's going to, like when 9-11 happened, you know, you didn't have to deal with like when 9-11 happened and a deal with a kid being like, is the world about to end? You know? Right. Right. This could be really big, what they say. And this could yeah. be the end of the world. Like, well, I think it would be, I think it's going to be the beginning of the world. You do? Uh, yeah, I do. It's, it's, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. Dad, I can't sleep because I'm scared about what they're going to say about the aliens. And I'm scared that it's going to be the end of the world. What do you think's going to happen? Uh, yeah, it's going to be fine. It's going to be some changes. That people are going to be freaking out, but what if kind they do of it changes? slowly enough, huh? What kind of changes? Depends on how they do it. That doesn't answer the question. What's the worst thing that could happen? The worst thing that could happen is that they could be coming out with the aliens because they know that the world is going to end and they're going to be like, Hey guys, the aliens are a thing. We have 20 more years to go unless we take over the universe and we bomb the aliens. That'd be the worst. No, (laughs) the reason the government is coming out is we don't have a shot in protecting anything that they, they do. That's exactly what I was afraid about when I was in bed. Well, I mean, let's see what happens. They, they, they could have destroyed us years ago. What? This isn't helping me. You said that you had a nice I got a fantasy. pill you could take that will make you feel great. <laughs> Got some whatever <laughs> ecstasy if you want it. Okay. <laughs> That'll help. You you said that your fantasy was that they would go to the front of the White House and then you were like, no, you know what I actually hope happens? And then you haven't finished it. You Oh, you hope that they create a new world. Not a new world, but if they landed on, on the grounds of the White House, you know, China, Russia... All these, you know, Israel, Iran, all these places that are ready to blow each other up and and go, you know, you, you fuck with us and we're going to fuck, we're going to take it down because you guys, we planted you here and you're, you're, you're blowing it. You're ruining the planet, right? All right. Okay. It's a possibility. He, you hope that they, yeah, that they punish the people that are ruining the planet and this is their universe. It's their universe, and this is an important planet. It's an inhabited planet. And we both have evil and good on this planet. A lot of planets are just, it's all, it's nobody knows. All these books are written, you know, but I am, I am getting a consensus. Do you know what a consensus is? Yeah. Information given by different sources investigating the same thing. Did you just look that up? Or are you actually smart? No, I'm trying to get rid of this. Settings window. Now, if I, <laughs> Wait. I yeah, that's not <laughs> nothing to do with what uh, I just said. 
Zoom has made me so paranoid. I press a button and and I'm turned off. It's muted. My video goes. So when I press that, I said, I ain't pressing that. <laughs> you know. I asked how you, I said, are you looking up consensus? And you said, no, the setting's on Zoom right now. <laughs> I'm like, what? Consensus means uh, yeah, you a group of people. Yeah. Yeah. So what is so what's the going on with your life? How, how wait, are you doing? Wait, 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 wait. You were. T- <laughs> you were just about to say what your consensus was. My consensus is that there's definitely something going on that's intelligent that has much more. They're dealing with a whole different type of physics. Do you know how when you take two magnets together? Yes, I know exactly. That are polar. Yeah. You know, and you can't push them together. Yes. Well, they could be putting out a force where our material on the planet, once it it gets to that point, has to go. It's got to disappear, right? Just like when you put two magnets together, one magnet's got to deflect. Yeah. so I'm thinking that's a possibility, um, but the energy to do that is incredible. Th- this uh, report that's coming out, I don't think it's going to be anything. Dad, my last question before we change the subject is, how do you think that we should prepare? Is there anything that I, should I get canned food? There's really nothing to do. I mean, it might get heated in the next couple of years, man. I, I told you that a while ago, didn't What? <laughs> yeah. So um, because you were talking about flying, I want to talk about your experience. I don't know if you guys know this, but my dad was a pilot. He used to not, fly. Not a pilot pilot. No, I flew no. planes. He but... flew he flew planes. He's never talked about it. But it's no big deal. I mean, it, it wasn't I'm not I wasn't a fighter pilot or you know. Doesn't matter. You still were up in the air and you experienced some things and it's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, there was some there was some moments, man. Yeah, so that's what I would like. To that first about. time, you know, you, you think you're going to go up and do some exercises with your instructor and go over S turns over a street or landline navigation or whatever, and he gets out of the plane. And we do a bunch of seven or eight touch and goes, or no, that would take an hour. About four touch and goes. You know, what touch and go is no, it's a touch and go. Uh, you stay in the pattern. And when you land, you don't stop. You just gun it and you fly back up. Whoa. So, so in order to, in order to uh, solo, you got to solo at some point, right? And, and your instructors, you're like security blanket. We're taxing. He goes, we're going in. Uh, and then he says, pull over on the side. And one of those taxiways, he calls up the airport. He goes, uh, this, this next flight's going to be a solo flight. I'll be at the end of the runway. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I go, what? I ain't ready for this. And I taxi to the runway and they say clear to take off. And I looked at that red throttle, man. And I go, I pushed. Oh my God. <laughs> it was really intense, man. And what did you scream when you were taking off? No. No, I was I was I was like nervous. Do you have to that get was, a certain speed and then you do take off? Yeah, you do. Yeah. So you were going a certain speed and then they said clear for takeoff. And then that's when you press the throttle. 
No, they they say you're you're at a standstill at the end end of the runway. Yeah. And they say uh, November six six zero seven nine cleared takeoff. Uh, right right turn, heading you know zero nine zero degrees uh, crosswind. Blah blah blah. And I would say something like, I want an overhead two seventy departure. You know. And a t- overhead 270 departure is like there's 360 degrees of the of the compass, right? Every degree of the compass is a degree, 365 degrees. So a 270 departure is I would take off, do a, instead of a 360, I would do a 270 and climb out over the airport. Whoa. Okay. So when you took off. Yeah. When you took off and now you're in the air for the first time. And I'm sure like when you're in the air, you're like, okay, I'm chilling. I'm in the air. And I was then, never chilling in the air. You weren't chilling in the air. What, no. what did it feel like? The plane lifted off a lot fat, you know, a lot. It got to that V1. I think it's the speed on every airplane is they designated by V1. It, it happened very quickly, wow. you know, cause it, I, I didn't have, that extra weight of another human being. So it took longer for the, the, the uh, physics of flight to take effect because it has to have a certain amount of low pressure over the wing. Yeah. For lift to occur. Yeah. It's the uh, theory Bernoulli's theory of flight is that two points of oxygen or air hit the leading edge of a wing and they meet at the end at the same time. And that's impossible because the top of the wing is bent like that. So the air is traveling over a longer distance, but meeting at the end. You know what the only oh. thing that cause that? What? Huh? No, I don't know the only thing. Do you understand thing. anything what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. But you huh? said, do you know? Did I lose it like 10 minutes? No, no, I'm here, but there's uh-huh. a delay. Oh, okay. Um, you said, do you know what the only thing is that would cause that? And I said, no. Oh, a low pressure. You have to have a low pressure in order for it to meet? The reason things lift up is because there's less pressure on top of the wing because the wing is longer on top. Right. Do you understand? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's pretty deep. Huh? Yeah. I understand. So if you know that, here's the thing. This this is a trick question. It's really weird. Okay. To make a right turn, you have these things called ailerons at the end of the wing. Mm Mm-hmm. And those are the things that make you turn, right? So if I'm turning right, what aileron goes low for me to make a right turn? Okay, give me a second. Hold on. Hold on. The aileron, if there's less pressure. The left? The left aileron would be up or yeah, down? Down. Down? Yeah. That's correct. So then when you had to land that very first time. It looks impossible that you can can control this thing to a spot on the runway, you know. But as it turned out, it ended up being my favorite thing to do. Landing. Landing, yeah. But the very first time you had to land solo, were you like, oh, God, please don't crash? No, no, I did a pretty good job. But I, the, the hardest part about landing for me was transitioning from steering the plane this way like a car and when you're on the ground you're 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 controlling it with your feet oh so one time i i landed 
I was soloing. I hadn't got my license yet, but I was soloing and I was landing. And for some reason, it didn't connect that I got to steer with my feet. So I kept the plane was going off the runway and I was going like this with the steering wheel and it wasn't going. It, it, you know what I mean? I'm, I ended up in the grass and spun out. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. But then <laughs> the other thing is storms. Oh yeah, man. I, I've had, I've had storms, man. I was boxed in with three or four thunderstorms. I think we talked about that. Yeah, but we were, I was driving to San Luis Obispo and it was cutting out. So oh. that was, were they hurricanes? And what did you do? No, it wasn't hurricanes. It was isolated thunderstorms. What does it look like? During this time of year, there are huge st thunderstorms happening in Florida every afternoon about three. And I was flying up uh, coast. Uh, I was over Lake Okeechobee doing a, a cross country. Mm -hmm. And I saw some thunderstorms to the right at around one o'clock and one at 11 o'clock. Then I looked around and there was one at nine o'clock. And like 10 minutes later, man, they were all, I was here and they were all here. And thunderstorms like you were in the playing apart. <laughs> so I, I, uh, went low and found a clear spot to get through. Holy shit. Yeah. And has lightning ever hit your plane while you're driving it? No. Uh, Did you think you were going to die maybe that time? No. You just no. thought you might go into the thunderstorm and be bounced around. I said the worst case scenario is I crash in the lake and swim. That's what you thought? You thought well, yeah. that you would survive a crash? Yeah, I did. That's a different kind of confidence than what I have. Well, you're in a jet and and these things can land on streets and stuff. I mean, they're not they don't weigh 500,000 pounds. A, a plane a 150 which I was flying only weighs about with no gas or oil or it's only about 1800 pounds, so it gets it gets it gets pretty rough. I if you want to get used to if you want to get used to uh turbulence Go take a, go up for an hour, like when it's like a hundred degrees outside, and say don't go above fifteen hundred feet, and it's rough. Oh my you know. God. No, I'm okay. I just can't believe that you were like, it's okay. I'll just crash into the lake, like that. That is well, the so lake. Fearless. Lake Okeechobee ha is is got dikes on it. Don't know what that is. A dike is a uh, oh the floaty things. No, a dike is like a big piece of land or around a big piece of water that in case it overflows. Oh. It's like a dam. Yeah. And I was able to I was able to land in pretty pretty tight spots. Like you really landed there? Not there, but I, oh. I took four friends of mine. We flew down to the Keys and there was this little, little strip, man. It looked like tiny, 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 like a one lane. And I said I think I want to do a touch and go there, see if I can do it with four people on the plane, which was stupid because they were fucking freaking out. But I thought I could do it. I did it, you know, because I was young and stupid. How old were you? Um, 42. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I was, uh, I was around 21, 20. Yeah. yeah when you, when you, when, if your engine goes, you open the door put your 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 shoe in it in case 
you crash and you can't open the door, the door's already open. And you land at such a slow speed. Um, I could have landed on that dirt road at about, I don't know, 45, 50 miles an hour. Yo, you put your shoe in the door in case the door doesn't open. You open the door. Open the door, put your shoe in the door. You put your shoe in the door. That is a very good trick to know if anybody's on a flight and it's crashing. That's not going to work on a you know big oh. plane. This is small planes. Okay, and then the one other thing I want to ask about the Bermuda Triangle. You know, it's funny about the Bermuda Triangle. What? The, the, there's a there's a Great Lakes Triangle, and that triangle has official FAA do not fly over. Every flight that flies over the Great Lakes has got to report any anomaly. It, it's more of a triangle than the Great Lakes, and they have seen you have these. Look, I don't know what's going on. I don't plan on knowing. I, I'm betting the numbers right now. Okay. But when I see colonels and generals talk about seeing lights in the Great Lakes. But then, but you went into the Bermuda Triangle and shit happened. Yeah, that did happen. Did yeah. you know they were going to go into the Bermuda Triangle? No, I didn't. What happened? I wasn't seeing what I was expecting to see. What do you mean by that? Well, I was looking at my compass mm -hmm. and it was reading north. But I wasn't seeing north. I didn't see any cars. I didn't. I just saw black. And then I turned around and saw the coast like far away. Like no. And I turned around. Yeah. And then how did you get back? Oh, once I flew back, everything became normal. But I was I was nervous. I was worried because I had this woman in the back seat, who pregnant, ready what? to pop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing having an affair with a woman that... No, no, no. It's the bass player's wife. Okay. What are you doing fucking the bass player's wife? He's in your... <laughs> <laughs> what? Listen, I got to go, I gotta go, man. This... We, you can't just leave. I, I almost kept going and I would have been screwed, but I didn't. I thought, this is wrong. I got to turn around and... And, and did was she scared or she was no, just... No, they didn't know what was going on. Oh, my God. Okay. And... Was there any other strange thing that happened while you were flying before we sign off? Um, back at the time, um, guys that soloed or practiced, you'd go out to the Everglades and practice. But I was flying out of this one airport called Opalaka Airport, which had all of the most Latin people that want to become airline pilots. There's a school there burnside out of I, whatever and uh i was on final i was about three miles from the runway there was a lot of talking that were people weren't understanding english back then mm -hmm. Man. so i'm just like descending and this plane i swear to god nicole it was three feet went under me like three feet no they were trying to tell him like watch out for this traffic and i don't think he understood it Oh my God. Yeah. yeah Were you solo? Yeah. Yeah. And did you, did the plane feel it and go like this, like jump up? No, no, but it scared the fuck out of me. Man. Holy shit. See, yeah. the, the thing is you telling these stories makes all the listeners that are afraid of flying 
probably feel safer about flying. Like they, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. yeah, it, that's a whole different thing. Wow. All right. Anyway, well, I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. I'll see you when they announce the aliens. They're not going to announce it. They're, they're going to piecemeal it out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okie dokie. Okay. Okay. Right. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 Could you tell I was trying to get my dad to keep talking for as long as possible? Could you tell? We got into the planes and then he kept wanting to go and I cut all that stuff out of him being like, okay, I got to go. Because I was like, no, 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 you need to finish this one story. And that was a behind the scenes experience of what I do to get my dad to keep talking and from getting distracted and leaving. That was, I was really playing nice there. Some stuff I didn't know what he was talking about. And I was going, oh, wait, but what is that? It's like, it's like talking to a three-year-old sometimes because I was like, we can't end the conversation in the middle of you talking about flying planes. Like we need to know about what it's like to fly with Bobby in a plane, because I'm going to tell you driving with them is terrifying. Sometimes he really, uh, he really gets distracted. One time we were driving and we were on a Canyon road and he saw this amazing house and he pulled over to the side of the cliff going like 45 and I screamed. I was like, we almost went over and he goes, Oh man, that was a close one. I, I almost, I almost killed us. I was like, yeah, you did. So I can't even imagine him flying planes, but he did. And yeah, maybe he'll have to learn how to fly again when the UFOs come. So if you already didn't know what I was dealing with, with Bobby, now, you know, because that episode was really hard, as I said, to keep him zoned in. He also tried to leave halfway through it because he's driving to Florida and he was like, I have to go, which is part of the Bobby bit that is coming up. But before that, I also need to share my favorite moment that happened that I had to take out because it was a visual thing, but it will be on patreon.com slash Nikki Bond. My dad had a Zoom filter on. We had no idea. And him discovering the filter was epic. There's nothing funnier than a baby boomer and filters, you know? They just don't get it. But with Bobby, it's even more epic. All right, guys, today's Bobby bit. This is more for me than it is to make you laugh because my dad keeps trying to interview me about my journey to LA. I feel like I've already answered these questions. But as he tries to get into it, this is the response I gave him. And just note, when he's talking about how he started late, it's because of him. Every single time, there's technical difficulty. This is later than I thought it was supposed to be today. Yeah. I got to go. You have to go all of a sudden. Yeah. Where are you going? I got things to do. Okay. A lot of things to do. Oh, can you tell me a list of all the things you have to do? Get organized because I might need to leave soon here. Oh, I don't okay. Know if I'm flying for a few days or I'm dri driving, but this is my day to do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then no, I was just going to ask you how you're handling this, uh, the social thing in LA, the whole lifestyle of LA, what the downsides, the upsides, the disappointments. Are you as depressed as you were in Toronto? Or are you more happy as you were in Toronto? All that kind of stuff. I want you to explain what it was like 
to move to LA as an aspiring actress and all the things that your expectations and all your disappointments because you're in a business of disappointment and rejection. It's all with disappointment and rejection. But thankfully, thanks to you, you put me through training of rejection. So I'm like pretty good at it. <laughs> I thought you would give me a compliment, <laughs> man. I was hoping. But it took all this time for us to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a patient guy. <laughs> 